Okay. At some point in this episode, I need you to say Todd's on assignment this week. Uh, okay, but you know, technically, you're you're not. Yeah, yeah, but but I need you to say that I am. Why? Seriously, why is this? Oh, I. Okay, I get it. Yep. Here we are, episode 83. Welcome to the write-off. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not doing that. This is weird. Why? It is. Let's reload it. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure with theme is clearly an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, rarely do we record where we have so many issues, but this is not a normal week. No, what I what I find funny though is is we're about we're about a minute into this, and I'm I'm four thousand miles away, six six time zones different, using hotel Wi-Fi on not my normal mic. I'm on an iPad and an iPhone. We're using different software than we've ever recorded on. We're trying all of this new, and the piece that failed first was you playing the theme on your own computer. <laughs> The one thing we didn't change. Everything else completely different. And play. Oh no. Nope. Oh no. Damn. This is in a different piece of software. This is in a this is not this is not in the normal Zencaster no. soundboard. That's so true. Okay. It, All right. It's hardly surprising that it slack. failed. <laughs> yeah, a little peek behind the curtain there, toddlers. Sweet Lord. Buckle up. This is so Todd's on assignment in London. Yes. We're thank gonna you. we're gonna are we gonna disclose? Clearly, it's too late now. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was going to say, you're on assignment in London. Are we going to disclose that? Well, I don't know. You're the editor. I'll see how this goes. I'll listen back and find out. Um, actually, here's <laughs> not. I, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to throw this out because by the time this airs, we're going to be we're going to be long gone out of this place. Uh, I, I am actually recording from a place that you are familiar with. Oh no, really? We we are actually in the hotel that you guys stayed in when you stopped here. We're we're in the actual hotel. So yes, you you actually know where I'm at. Again, we're out of here tomorrow, so it doesn't matter. But um yeah. Which is just down the block and around the corner from where Winston Churchill used to live. A apparently, yes. Yes, that was yeah. Which by 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 the way, today. We were out doing things in London and, and I just, I made a comment. I just said, this is what happened. Lisa looks at me and says, is that true? Or is that one of your Todd's tour things? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, 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 that one's true. And she goes, see, I couldn't tell, which is why I needed to ask. 
That's a sign of a good Todd tour tip. Exactly. Because I sounded incredibly confident right off the top of my head on something I probably shouldn't know. Odds are that probably wasn't true. But in this case, it was. Well, it's like last week's sincere Todd and and sarcastic Todd sound exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's it's subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, where are we at here? Follow well, up? Should like, we go? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Speaking of last week, do, do we have any? Do we have any follow up or feedback? Uh, nothing from the household that I was authorized to share. <laughs> oh, wow. That was, here's, here's, here's what I'm picking up, right? Uh, nobody does not, how do I say this? That's like six double negatives. I know what this works out. Nobody does not authorize good stuff from being disclosed. Let me put it that way. Like, hey, can I tell everybody that I got an A on this test? I would prefer you don't disclose that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's never happened, right? <laughs> hey, do we have any feedback? <laughs> not that I'm allowed to disclose. Oh, oh. Okay. I'm, so, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to comment on poor officiating. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's I would get fined if I if I said that the officials yeah. missed like seven calls. So I'm not gonna say that. That would be wrong. I'm I'm not gonna say that. No, that would be yeah. no, that would be bad. Yeah. The officiating this last weekend in the NFL was atrocious, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Early nomination for idiots of the week. There you go. Um, I, I may have some more to comment on that, but not really in the what Todd's not watching section of this um, this podcast. Anyway, I've, I've okay. got some thoughts about traveling internationally and getting access to media you paid for, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of football that Todd can't watch in England is stunning anyway, but that's later. That's that's a promo. Uh, moving on. What else do we have? Sherry got her mug. Oh, excellent. Technically a water bottle. Um, She said, you guys outdid, you you guys outdid yourselves. What I realize now though is, okay, now that I think about it, uh, I don't know that a water bottle is the best thing to get for her because she might keep that like in her, in her shirt with all the rest of her nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) So Maybe maybe at least we should have got her a, got her one with like a floaty collar, <laughs> so it would at least float. It, it the problem is it would have bounced out of the bottle cage three miles before she even got to Verona. It would Good have point. been long gone. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but on the bottle is written: "If lost, please return to Toddler thirty one eighty seven. So yeah. it, it, and since it's, it's everyone knows who that is, yes, it's absolutely that's easy. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I think you can just drop it in any mailbox, and it'll just appear. I think that's the way this works. I don't. Oh wait, I did have. Did you have any feedback from Lisa? Uh, no, we only had twenty hours of travel to get here, so we didn't have time. Neither one of us had time to get to listen to the podcast. Um, so uh, we still have to catch up on that, but we, we, we had some time coming back. So I'm queuing it up for the return, you know, binging it. Okay. So from Sarah Judson Brown, toddler, negative 18, I'm working on a spreadsheet and listening to your podcast. 
82 episodes and it's still good listening for spreadsheet creation, <laughs> which I believe is how this started. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering if we need to contact Apple and have our category changed from leisure to uh, background noise while at work. I wonder if that's a category they have. Uh, Let's see. Amy is the other half of your brain and maybe also Todd's. And she snort laughed when I was trying to think of the movie with Tom Hanks and a little girl and you said, Splash? You were not helpful last week. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> oh, purposely not being helpful. <laughs> like, I mean, oh. that's, you, you're just, I'm just glad you guys figured it out eventually. Cause I had a lot more movies to go through. <laughs> it's, I've, you never said Forrest Gump. I was so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks and a little girl. You should have said Forrest Gump. For those of you that missed last week's episode i was stuck on a movie trying to come up with the name of the movie that i would have sworn up and down that tom hanks was in he was not (laughs) it was george it was george clooney often confused apparently i don't know and apparently i'm not helpful which i mean let's let's be honest We're, we're we're pretty well we're pretty far into this podcast that's already been established and I think that was actually, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I got a text. Don't tell me. Oh, sorry. I was, <clears throat> no, no, you, you oh. said, wait, wait, wait. And I said, don't tell me. I, it was, it's an NPR joke. It was, oh. it, you know, it'll, it'll hit you on Tuesday. That's fine. So I'm, I'm just going to read this from Doug Wilkinson of the Idiot Toddlers. My favorite is when you say you're going to edit it. And then you leave it in. (laughs) I only edit when it's critical that Dan remain employed. And even then it's debatable. (laughs) By the way, I'm going to put an article in next week's rundown and see if Dan actually looks ahead. Otherwise, we may be diving further into six degrees of pipe bomb separation next week. (laughs) Trying to let him see if he can read that headline. (laughs) And this text was sponsored by DJ to go Cedar Valley. Your five-star DJ service in the Cedar Valley. Oh, never wanted to miss an opportunity for a plug. That away, Doug. <laughs> I did you have any corrections? Uh nope, nope. Everything was great on my end. I mean, yeah, I'm not the I, one that got I'm not the one that got, <laughs> got Tom Hanks, George Clooney mixed up. So after that, really nothing else needs to be cleaned up. We corrected that live. That was that was did it did it did it, it, you know, breaking news. We got it, we got it right eventually. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any uh, do we have did we have any requests in Tech Corner? Did anybody need anything else? Um, no, just, to, I mean, I guess I could do a quick follow-up. Uh, last week I, uh, I made a comment about how nobody should, uh, get a phone, uh, and then within 24 hours, leave the country. Uh, yeah. How'd that go? Yeah. Um, you know, um, thanks to UPS, uh, they did get, they, they did get the phone delivered by the end of business, um, which was handy because, uh, I think, uh, I think I did end up with, uh, 
I think I ended up with nearly 12 full hours to, uh, to switch over. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, thanks UPS. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I did, I did, I left, I left the country with a new phone and, uh, and apparently I'm still getting your text cause I'm here to record. So I'm guessing it's all working. <laughs> Once again, I can't stress how much that's a terrible, terrible idea for anybody to do. Seriously. Don't do that ever. Um, yeah. Oh, funny thing though. This is really cool. This will teach me, uh, the, the new iPhones, uh, there's a small little glitch, um, that if you have an Apple watch, so if you have an Apple watch and an iPhone, you can turn on a thing that says with face ID, if you're wearing your watch, when it does face ID and you're wearing a mask, it will unlock your phone with face ID. As long as you're wearing a watch. Um, this hasn't been that big a deal because I haven't left my house in 18 months. So I really haven't been wearing a mask much. Yes. I use that all the time. It's phenomenal. I wish they had started it at the beginning of the pandemic, but even getting it when I did eventually, very, very handy little, little, uh, little tweak there. Yeah. Y yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we got on a, we got, we, we had about, like I said, about 20 hours of travel, which in which time masks had to be worn the entire time. Mm -hmm. And, and now we're riding public transport in which masks are nominally required and we're going where people are. Um, I haven't needed this function since they released it. I need this function now. Uh, when I went to turn it on right before we left, uh, it said, huh, yeah, I can't communicate with your watch. I'm like, that's weird. Well, whatever. Can't communicate with your watch. Huh. Tried it on the plane. Can't communicate with your watch. Did a, did a look. Uh, Apple made a whoopsie. And all, uh, not all of them, but most of the new iPhones won't, won't work with a watch to do face ID while wearing a mask. So um, I was really looking forward to using that function um, since I'm constantly wearing a mask now and my brand new phone says, uh, Apple said, oh, sorry about that. Well, we're going to fix that in a future software update. So that was, that was cool because it's not like, a, like, again, like 20 hours of travel wearing a mask every single time. Passcode. Click. Oh, wait, I needed something. Oh, passcode. Okay, good. Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, passcode. Anyway, that's that's cool. Thanks, Apple. So and 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 you're not a guy that would do a simple four-digit access your phone passcode, are you? Oh, I mean, at that point, you why even have a passcode if you're only doing four digits? I mean, you know, right? Like that's uh yeah. So anyway, that was cool. That's cool. Phone's nice, it's great. Um, wish they'd fix that. Anyway, that's cool. Yes. Stellar, um, stellar, Monty. Amy, Amy did ask me when we were watching, are you guys going to talk about when the new Macs are going to come out that'll support dual monitors? And I said, no. Excellent. <laughs> um, <clears throat> here's, uh, you know what? I'm, we I'm can, not we sure can... that we know. Do you know? Well, I was going to say, I can, I can tell you with certainty in under 50 words or less. Sometime between tomorrow and later. That's what we know. <laughs> You're really narrowing it down there. Look, you don't you don't get this kind of insight into the Apple product pipeline from just any podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
So sometime between tomorrow and later. Okay. I, I'll mm-hmm. take the, can I take the over? Absolutely. If I, I, I'll it, take, yes. I'll take later, later plus one, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm not sure what that looks like, but you know, that's fine. Cause if there's one thing that we've learned from, uh, from Scott Van Pelt and bad beats, you don't take the under. The, the under, especially the, the under, is what gets you in trouble. Finding new ways to lose last week. Nebraska <laughs> fans thought they'd seen them all. Nope. Um, there is okay. So here's a related to that. There is yep. a new Lincoln commercial out. Okay. Have you have you seen this? I have not. It's an it's another Matthew McConaughey one. He says something about driving in a Lincoln, but it sounds, and I swear, if you hear it, it sounds like he says driving to Lincoln and, mm. and how it reduces stress. And I can guarantee you that nobody driving to Lincoln is reducing stress, particularly not Scott Frost. Amy and I watched the commercial, looked at each other. Is there a Scott Frost joke there? I'm pretty sure there's a Scott Frost joke there. I, I'm just thinking maybe we should be breaking. Maybe we're breaking college football news here. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is being interviewed for the Nebraska football job. <laughs> Reportedly, he's driving to Lincoln. <laughs> where, where does the stress go when you're driving a Lincoln? And what we heard was, where does the stress go when you're driving to Lincoln? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. You know, you guys misread it. Sorry. Okay. I hate to correct you live when on the air. When you're driving oh, here a we Lincoln, go. stress seems to evaporate into thin air, which leaves us to wonder, where does it go? When you're driving to Lincoln, where does the stress go? <clears throat> See, you guys, you guys were focused on the Scott Frost angle and you're thinking, how could there be no stress? What you didn't take into account is if you're any team driving to Lincoln to play, oh, there's no stress. <laughs> there's absolutely no stress. That's a fantastic point. Thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. for clearing that up. Yeah, really. Where does the stress go? Uh, it doesn't go on the field because everything's going to be all right, all right, all right. So it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know how you didn't see that coming. I mean, I, I, yes. Yeah. <sighs> how about, uh, do we have, do we have other main topics? You are, you are on the road. Surely that is worth a, 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 a bounty, a boatload, a something <clears throat> worth of content. I see you went to our um, favorite seafood restaurant. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so here's the, here's the problem. Um, I was fully expecting to have, again, you either can have a good trip or you can have plenty of content. Right. And, and <laughs> right. Like, and the problem is I was, I was absolutely prepared for us to have plenty of content and uh, shockingly and surprisingly, um, there has been very little content, uh, in, on this, this trip so far. I mean, it's not over yet. Trust me. I got, we have nothing, we got plenty of time, 
Lisa, Lisa didn't have to clock anybody on the plane. So, you know, not yet. Nope, not yet. Um, okay, that's we, good. We had some flights coming home, but uh, yeah, uh, apparently everybody, uh, yeah, uh, everybody was 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 generally well behaved, and nobody nobody tried to move or sorry, nobody tried to reallocate Lisa's bag. So that was good. Um, <laughs> Never heard that before. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, and then and then we were. I mean, we were we were concerned about multiple things. Um, there there has been some. The day before we landed in Heathrow, uh, there was a small IT outage at the border control, which meant that all of their automated systems went down. So they had to look everything up by hand on computers. Um, and <laughs> let me put it this way: so this was the day before we landed. And we're reading about this in the air, like we're flying there and we're like, uh, did you see this yesterday? To understand how bad of a problem it is, think about your local grocery store and if the scanners go down, how they have to ring you out without being able to scan anything, right? That's, that's basically what Border Control UK had to do for hours. And we're in the air going, Oh, this isn't going to be good. We should probably make sure that we pack some snacks and some water just to stand in line. And apparently, by the time we landed, somebody had done control alt delete on the on the server and just rebooted it, um, and uh, and and it was fine. And then, but we were expecting this. And then we we get to a line, and the line is further away from border control than I have ever seen a line before. Um, been there many times I've been, I've been in line for more than three hours at Heathrow before, and this was nowhere near my three hours started. And we were like, Oh, well, see, there you go. And then they said, they basically said, if you've got UK, EU, USA passport, go over here. And if you have, uh, if you have any other passport, there's your line. And um, at that point, uh, we also got to skip, skip the line. Oh, however, uh, so, so we, we avoided all that. However, um, you know what? I did, now that you mention it, we've been out and walking around. I know that the network loves when we do visual gags on this podcast. Um, and, and I've been paying attention uh, as yes. we've been out and walking. So I've got, I've got a couple of, uh, I got a couple of things I want to share with you. Um, okay. So here's the first one I'm going to send you. So these are all signs that I've taken pictures of in the last couple of days. Um, let me know when you get that one. Travel information. We're sorry that the timetable you require is not displayed here at the present time. Yeah. So that's at a bus stop. You walk up to a bus, walked up to the bus stop, and they normally have timetables printed. Yeah. Instead of the timetable being printed, somebody went to the trouble of printing a sign that says, We're sorry that the timetable you not want, you require, is not displayed here at the present time. So they printed them and then they paid somebody to drive around. And put them up where the timetable is supposed to be. And my thought was, 
I don't know, just wild idea. Instead of printing the, sorry, there's no timetable, and then posting those, could we have maybe just printed the timetable? I mean, while you're out. Or, or, or even printed a QR code that drives you to the timetable. Ooh, there you go. That would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Anything I mean, but, yeah. They did sorry. give you a phone number so you can call, and apparently somebody is sitting in a call center that can tell you how to get to Piccadilly Station from wherever the hell you happen to be. <laughs> oh boy, there's a fun job. About two o'clock in the morning, getting a call from a person who's maybe had a little bit too much to drink trying to figure out how to get home. <laughs> no, the, the other bus, the, the big red bus. Though the, You know what? Just I'm going to send you a taxi. Here comes an Uber. <laughs> um, let's see. Here is uh, here is another sign, and this one. This is the one again. This is a printed sign on a doorway in the theater district. It's apparently a big file. It's taken a while to get over. <laughs> now the sign on the right. The sign on the right is perfectly fine, right? The sign on the right says private property, no trespassing. The sign on the left which, says, which is, do not urinate here. Again, again, if it's happened more than twice. Yep. Yep. And that, that looks like a very permanent sign. I just want to say. It does. I mean, if you, if you zoom in, that sucker is screwed into the door with four big screws. Like that's not. Oh, heck yeah. Now. But I will this, say yeah. the floor looks very clean. Yes. I mean, clearly Apparently the sign's doing its job. Right. But my thought is this is on a, this is on a row of buildings, right? And you're walking through and the problem that this building owner has now created for all of the rest of the building owners on that is this doorway is clearly posted. Do not urinate here. Do all of the rest of the doors on that street have this sign? Because if not, I think consent's implied. I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, I'm kind of, you know, last one. I'm officer, oh, officer, yeah. why are you hauling me away? I was clearly peeing on the ground. I was not peeing on the sign. It's very specific. Do not urinate <laughs> here. Here. So I yeah. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. If they meant if they meant it for the ground, it should have been on the ground. <laughs> Screw that into the sidewalk. That's exactly. It it should have been its own floor mat. Clearly not a thing. <laughs> you know, I bet you they could get that through Zazzle. Um I bet. Anyway, yeah, there's a merch opportunity there. Um, and then the last one. So <clears throat> speaking of merch. Speaking of our merch, our merch, how do we refer to our merch? It's award-winning. It's award-winning. And how do we refer to our podcast? It's an award-winning it's, podcast. It's, yeah. I, I am concerned that we may have had some categories in the toddies that I don't remember. Okay. And I'm going to send you this picture. So this is a bar in Chinatown. It's an award-winning gay. Did was this always a gay bar? When did this turn into a gay bar? Yeah, yeah. So, 
I mean, it's it's. I mean, it says right there on the sign, award-winning gay bar. And I, my first thought was, did we do we give a toddy for that? Should we? I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying, come December, if there is a category, um, we we may know where to go. But yes, does it say Ku over the door? You know, now that you mention it, it does. Yeah. Amy's going to have a field day with that. <laughs> you know what? We've already pissed off the state of Nebraska. Let's not, let's not pick on yet another state. <laughs> let's just, let's keep it to one state at a time. Uh, rock chalk Jayhawk. Oh, so there <laughs> Any, you go. Anything there's, else there's, you saw while you're out about? That's, that's it for this week. But, but as we pointed out, I'm on assignment and I'm looking for content. So, uh, <laughs> I, I so hey, we'll see. He's he's not just mailing this in, folks. He's well, he's emailing it in. But yeah. it, the um, a case can be made that a certain percentage well, because of the trip the can be written off. Yes, if if Lisa and I had not come to the UK, this material would definitely not be in our podcast. It's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, I mean, it's probably not. It's not right, but it's not. It's wrong, not. So. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, uh, let's see. Where are we at I, now? How about some? How about some idiots? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got we got we got plenty here. Um, let's see. We'll just pick a couple. Um, the one I put in. This one's timely. Again, most of these have something to do with sports, but they're not sports directly. So again, sports adjacent idiots. Lyle Collins of the Cowboys. This this is this takes this takes the idiot level. This takes it to a new level. Um, he was suspended by the NFL five games because he missed multiple drug tests. So I think he missed three. He missed three drug tests and. He, and they said, yes. Missed, not failed. He didn't, you're right. He, he, he was not, he was not them. available. He was, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, okay. Just clarifying. Thank you. Right. So he didn't fail because he didn't take the test. He just wasn't available, wasn't where he was supposed to be when that time came. And originally he had said there were extenuating circumstances um, around funerals or he was, they were, uh, there were issues and they were all dismissed and this should be fine. So he was suspended for five games. The NFL and the NFL players association got together and negotiated and said, Hey, listen, instead of five, why don't we just make it two games? Okay. And so the union and the NFL agreed and it was two. Lyle, however, said, uh-uh, and he appealed it to the NFL arbitrator saying, I don't even want to serve two. And the arbitrator looked at everything and said, according to this, you missed three, and on one of those, you apparently tried to bribe the test taker to say that you made it. So here's the thing. I don't think that the NFL should have reduced it down to two on appeal back to five. <laughs> oh, 
what's the worst that could happen if you would be oh that's the worst oh that's, oh dear that's bad <laughs> strong work <laughs> way, way, way to go lyle um you know what the good news is he's got he's got at least five weeks to think about <laughs> to think about whether he should have done that or not well here's here's one here's a segue um do you see Eli's taking a break? The Mannings are taking a break until week seven. I did. I did. Um, did they, they, they do the alternate Monday night football uh, broadcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw, I saw they're just going to be off for a couple of weeks. Yep. And, and they were planning to already be off a couple of weeks. It doesn't well, have they're... anything. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that Eli flipped the double bird on national television. <laughs> I was going to say, Dwayne, you know, they were, they were planning on being off for at least two weeks. Two weeks. Two, how many weeks are they going to be off? Yes. Apparently after he did it, he looked at the director and said, you can blur that, right? (laughs) And the director said, we're we're on live TV. (laughs) So, so no. On the other hand. Remember. You remember the discussion we had about after you say something, then saying, oh, that's off the record. It doesn't work like that yeah, no, either. Yeah, yeah, no. After, after, after on live TV, after the electrons leave, they, they don't come back. On the other hand, if you do read the reason, I mean, the reason why he did it, it's like, wow, Eli's completely changed. No, he was telling a story about how terrible he was treated by fans in Philadelphia and he was demonstrating that he, a fan, flipped him off with the double with the double birds. the The fun part of the story, though, the Philly part of it, is that the kid, the person that did it, was a nine year old kid. Yes, yeah, the fan, the fan was nine years old. Gave him the double bird, and Eli was just demonstrating what got you know, done to him. You know the finger. Yeah, yes, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes, goose. Yes, I know. Yes, yes goose. <laughs> yes, goose. We I, know. My guess is the alternate broadcast is going to take the time now between week three and week seven to install a seven-second delay on that broadcast. <laughs> Actually, what they're going to do is they're just going to basically say, right before you think you're going to do something stupid, just call out Omaha, Omaha, and we'll delay everything for just a little bit. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, this is from a couple of weeks ago. You had you had mentioned how bad the NFL officiating was this week. And again, I'll get to that in a minute. A couple of weeks ago, I'm just going to point out uh, this came up. Um, the SEC, um, their officials had a really bad. They had a really bad week on in one game, um, which, by the way, interestingly enough, both of the mistakes that they made favored the SEC teams against the non-SEC teams, I believe. Weird. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, in one of the games, the SEC officials um, couldn't count to four. They counted to three and made the team punt. Three downs is all you get against the SEC team. Um, the And the head coach, uh, I believe it was at Penn State, maybe? the head coach for the opposition team knew that they only had three downs and grabbed the official and said, it's wrong. 
And then they went to the booth and the booth got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason is they, they screwed up. So instead of it being, um, they went from first down to second. Basically, what the booth could only review, the only thing the booth was allowed, allowed to review was <clears throat> they marked it as fourth down. It should have been third down. So they went back on the previous play. The previous play was third down. Well, no, it wasn't. So it was third. So they screwed up earlier and the booth couldn't fix that. And then they went to commercial after the punt. And then they came back and said, oh, yeah, sorry, coach, we screwed it up. But since you punted, um, we're not allowed by rule to fix anything. So anyway, um, SEC, uh, you know, if the, in the SEC, if you can't count to four, has Nebraska thought about joining the SEC? Anyway, sorry. Now, the same week in a different game, this is, this is how bad the SEC officials were. There was like a, a punt and the ball hit the ground or something. And then it was returned for a touchdown. And the report afterwards basically said, this, this, is, this is when you know you're having a bad day as an official. So the official on the field inadvertently waved his arms to stop the clock, but didn't stop the play. So then the players picked it up and ran it in. And on video, they missed the inadvertent whistle. So the SEC had to apologize that the video replay replay didn't catch the mistake, which they should have caught, of the official making a mistake, which they couldn't have overturned. <laughs> so on a single play, on one play, they made two complete errors that they had to sign they had to send a statement out so we screwed up twice on a single play this is a or did we screw up three times i don't know count to two or three is hard anyway uh yeah yeah there's that um and then the last one uh let's see just to close this one out let me uh this one was a couple weeks ago as well but uh remember a few was it Almost six, seven months ago, we talked about how the Michigan State basketball team is now, aren't they sponsored? Aren't they the Michigan State Spartans sponsored or brought to you by Quick Loans, I think is their official. It's a rocket mortgage. Well, they need to spend more money. It's rocket mortgage. Okay. Um, Is it a rocket mortgage? Uh, You know what? Let's say it is. Sure. Um, I'm assuming you're looking this up. I am. Okay, so we missed this. This should have been under corrections back in nope. March. Okay. Headline headline out of the Detroit Free Press. No, Michigan State basketball won't change its name with Rocket Mortgage sponsorship deal. Michigan State basketball is mortgaging its future on a sponsor. But bump. But it isn't <laughs> changing its name. The school announced a five-year deal. The initial release stated that the team will now be known throughout the Breslin Center as MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. That generated a number of reports that the school will be using the sponsorship on references to the team. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. The short, the short version of this is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not <laughs> renaming its men's basketball team. The short, the short version buried. is... 
<clears throat> the short version is they're not renaming the men's basketball team. And we look forward to cheering on the fighting rockets next season in the big 10. <laughs> All right. So I've got another school and I don't think this one is going to change. Um, so football powerhouse pit, they, they were a football powerhouse in the seventies, seventies, right? Sure. Anyway, um, a, a pit graduate, and IT businessman Chris Bickle donated $20 million to the football program. However, he did have one small stipulation. Now, <clears throat> he doesn't want the team renamed for him. Probably could have gotten that given it's Pitt. <clears throat> the head coaching position at Pitt will now be officially named the... Chris Bickell, 97, head football coach. <laughs> I want to say Maddie Glazier endowed the women's basketball coaching position at Drake. Okay. Similarly. And so some of that salary is then underwritten from that endowment. But I'm not sure that it's the Maddie Glazer women's basketball coach at Drake. I mean, there's, there's, there's something, sorry, the new basketball coach and actually the previous basketball coach. Uh, the new one is Allison Pullman in April. She was named the Susie Glazer Burt head women's basketball coach at Drake university. So it's not Maddie Glazer. It's Susie Glazer. Susie Glazer Burt, okay. head women's basketball coach at Drake University. So yes, this one kind of hits close to home and it's just as stupid. The the piece that I find fun fun about this though, because to your point, lots lots of positions on college campuses are endowed by people or yeah. organizations. Although the reason why the schools have to do that is because they don't make ticket revenue. <laughs> Whereas... Um, Whereas the football team both makes tons of revenue and doesn't have to pay anybody, uh, doesn't have to pay any of the students who generate the revenue. That being said, what I find funny about this though is um, he did not, he not only named it for himself, but he also put in it's Chris Bickell, apostrophe 97, head football coach. So he wants you to know that he graduated at 97, I guess, to not confuse. Like the last thing he wants is any other Chris Bikels that went to Pitt to take any credit for his crap. Like, no, 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 ninety-seven. No, no, that no. was the, the good year. ninety. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <sighs> so have you been watching anything this week? Well, <clears throat> so I mean, you this, had like this... what twenty? You had, you had twenty hours on the plane. Did you turn anything on or watch anything new? What What's going on? Well. This this the segment's more about what I'm not watching, um, because because I'm I'm now in England, and we've covered a couple of times that I I occasionally watch some English football, yeah. Um, and so you would assume that if I was in England, I should be able to watch some English football. Um, I also occasionally watch Formula One, and the home of Formula One is is England because. Uh, eight of the 10 teams are, I think eight, seven, whatever, seven or eight of the teams are based out of England. 
What I found, interestingly enough, uh, is when I got here, um, I could not watch NFL football. Um, it, it wasn't on because the hotel does not have whatever package. And even though uh, I pay for multiple services to watch NFL because I'm outside of the country, um, all of those said you were outside the region that you were allowed. And anything that I could think of to convince them that I was in a region I was allowed didn't work. So no NFL football. Well, that's fine. I'm in England. Instead of watching American football, I'll watch English football. No, no, no. Um, because the English football is all on paid services and the hotel uh, doesn't pay for those. So, uh, so there is no English football that I can watch on TV here, nor can I watch it on any of the services that I pay to watch English football. Again, region problem, et cetera, et cetera. Then I thought, well, that's fine. Okay, you know what? I'll watch Formula One. Formula One is also on a paid service that the hotel does not provide. <laughs> and the service that I pay for to watch Formula One also said, it looks like you're in England. You're not going to watch this either. So, um, so, so the way this has worked out is um, I pay for a lot of sporting services and none of them will work in England and none of the English services are available to me here. Uh, so uh, I'm mostly just watching a lot of Top Gear reruns. That's really all I've got. Uh, so anyway, um, this is mostly about what Todd's not watching this week, which is really almost any sports at this point. By the way, Lisa, big fan of England, big fan of England. Anyway, um, apropos of nothing. Um, so uh, what are you watching? So I, I know I texted you to see if you were watching the Tonys and you were not. Correct. Yes. Um, two reasons. One, out of the country, time zone was really screwed up. Two, they're having the Tonys? Did any shows actually... <laughs> Was it like one show that, that ran for like, like six minutes to get qualified? Like they only, like they, they opened up and they opened up in Fargo and that counts or something. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. It's like two years worth of whatever. Cause they didn't have one last year. So there were, there were like 15 total shows that qualified. Whereas normally it's, I don't know, twice that or something. Um, and we kind of watched sort of some of it and then watch some replays afterwards. But one of the shows that did a little four minute segment, which honestly is about all you really need to watch is this, this little four minute segment was by freestyle love Supreme. Have you heard of these guys? Uh, no, I have not. Well, I know Although you I have. Do- I do believe that that is a channel I can pay 10 pounds a day to watch here in the hotel, but I think that's something completely different. Totally, totally different. Something else. You, you absolutely know this. These guys, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. Heard of him. You've heard of him, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the guy that played Washington in Chris Jackson, Chris Jackson. Yep. yep. The guy that played the genie on Broadway in Aladdin. Okay. Okay. Um, 
the guy did you do you watch Bro, you watch Brockmire, right? I did kind not. Of? No. No. Nope. Okay. Um there's there's a guy that was in season 2 that was kind of his rival broadcaster. He was in it. Um and we're like it's what they started doing freestyle rap improv <laughs> and then it eventually led to Lynn Manuel doing in the Heights. Chris Jackson also did in the Heights with him, and several of the other guys were behind the scenes kind of deal. And then um, eventually they went on to do Hamilton, and so they replaced and and backfilled. And the guy that was the genie was one of the backfill guys. Um, there is a documentary on the history of freestyle love supreme on hulu i don't know if you can get it while you're in europe but you should watch it it's really great it's really 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 great how they how they put things together how their mind works you know each of the people that are in it the guy that's the beatboxer the guy that plays piano um the personalities it's it's very very interesting um highly recommend Freestyle Love Supreme on Hulu. I'm firing up the VPN right now. No, wait, don't do that. We're recording. Hold on. Stop. Okay. Oh. Well, that was, geez. that could have been a problem. Did you learn anything or you want me to go? Um, so I've, I've learned, learned, learned a couple things. Um, actually, I, one, I don't even have the rundown uh, in England. Um, and I knew this before, but you know, it's been a couple of years since I've been here. Um, they helpfully put on, uh, uh, right off the curb on everything to tell you to look right or look left because, uh, you know what, uh, that's underrated. I'm just going to be honest. That's underrated from keep for keeping you from being killed. Um, it's super handy just to go, I, I, I can't figure this out. Just tell me, just give me an arrow to see where the thing's coming from. So, uh, spot on, um, number two, this one's also from England. Uh, and this is really quick. And again, I've known this before, but just sort of reinforcing, um, if you want, if you want some water boiled for some tea or something, you got to get yourself a 220 kettle because, um, those things do not mess around. You put some water in, you hit the button and you've, you've got boiling water real quick. Uh, anyway, um, 220, it's, you know, 220, 221, whatever it takes, but, whatever it uh, takes. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, uh, that's, if you got water to boil, you want yourself some 220. Um, and then the last one, um, <laughs> listen, it's the second time in two days that Mr. Mom has been referenced in this house. Go ahead. Really? Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, one other thing I was, I was listening to a podcast as, as we were in the plane and, uh, not this one, another one popular one and um they, they it, it was um it's it's one of those where it's so big it's a national podcast and um so first of all they have ads which is we should we should talk but um they do the thing where instead of having a single ad they look at your ip address of where you're at and they put your they put a local ad into your national podcast. Um, and so you're listening to this national podcast and suddenly you get, you get an ad for a local business. And it came on for a grocery store that is, is in the undisclosed location and, and areas surrounding the undisclosed location. 
and they were touting and I, they were touting that they test their lettuce for freshness in 24 different ways. And I don't know what they talked about for the rest of it. Cause my thought was, as soon as they said that I stopped listening to the rest of it. And my thought was 24. What are, how, how can you test for freshness of lettuce? Like um, dirt. Okay. Uh, stuff that looks like dirt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now what? <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> is it, is it brown on the edges and how crisp is it? Okay. We know we've now gotten to four. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know what? I mean, I could probably come up with a couple more, but I'm just, I, there's part of me that just wants to say, can, can you, can you tell me like, just curious, um, 24 really? Wow. Like, like every head of lettuce, like, cause that seems to be, I, anyway, um, so there's something I learned. Um, I learned that, that, that the grocery store that we get lettuce from um, tests it um, a heck of a lot more than I would even. I'm just wondering, is there an electron microscope involved? Um, is there some chemistry? Um, do they tear off a piece and feed it to like a guinea pig and see if he likes it? Like, oh, yeah, that one's a good one. Okay, ship it. I, I don't. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> how about you what'd you learn this week so you're you're in london now right yes yes and you're going to leave london how far north are you going to go um, are you going to the lake district yes yep we're going to be up at the lakes yes in the lake district okay are you familiar I, so i learned this i learned this a couple of weeks ago and i saved it for when you were on your trip are you familiar with Torpenhow Hill? Uh, no, no. It is, it is north of Keswick. It's in just north of Lake District National Park. Okay. By okay. the way, do you just, know? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a real, I'm gonna do a real time correction because when Lisa hears this, she's going to already have said this out loud. So I'm just going to do this now. So we don't have any thought. It's Keswick, even though there's a, there's a, yeah, there's it doesn't a W look in like there. It, it, it looks like Keswick, but it's Keswick. Yeah. Okay. Keswick. Thank you. Yes. Keswick. There. Thank you. Real time yeah. correction. Appreciate yeah. that. Am I saying Torpenow Hill correctly? Oh, I have, I have no earthly idea. Um, okay. Well, I just I'm sure she'll assume, correct me as well. I was going to say, generally, um, what I've learned after visiting here multiple times is uh, whatever the way you think something is pronounced, it's not. And there is no way for you to be correct. So just lean into it. Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you know how it's, it's pronounced tor- whales tor- anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Nope. That one had vowels. Sorry. Nope. It's, uh, it's pronounced, it's pronounced Scotland. Anyway, go ahead. Torpenhow Hill, England. This is how it, how it got its name. Okay. When the Saxons arrived and asked the Welsh, the name of the hill, the Welsh said pen which means hill in Welsh. So the Saxons used their word for hill, which is tor, and called it torpin, hill, hill. Then the Norse arrived, and the same process was was implemented, and they added their word for hill, which is hauger. So now it was 
Torpenhauger, Hill, Hill, Hill. Later, the English called it Torpenhow Hill, which is Hill, 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 Hill. <laughs> Language is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know, do you know what town is, uh, is right close to that? Just, just like a mile away. I don't. Benny. Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Actually, if you go to our newly revamped webpage, you can see at the very top of it all of the different places where you can now listen to Talking to Todd. I, I can't Ooh. even list them all. There are so many, um, but it, it's right. It's right there on the front uh, there. And in order to get to that, you would go to talking to Todd.com. There's no G and there's no space. We still do have a page on Facebook. So tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. That's 515-257. 6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tupa City Home Office. Please don't do that. And the website is talkingtotod.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Tell your friends, send us your feedback. Same way as always, feedback at talkingtotod.com, even though no one does that. Todd? I'm just thinking if anybody wants to endow the editor position at talking to Todd so that we have to call Dwayne, for instance, uh, DJ to go your five-star DJ uh, talking to Todd editor, Dwayne Johnson, open to suggestions, open to the, you know, I hear the Drake one went for 5 million Pitt went for 20 million. I think, I think we're in the ballpark. So, you know, Hey, re- definitely reach out. And I think we're, we're more than happy to endow Dwayne's um, actually you just bought a new one. Didn't you? So uh, yeah, somebody <laughs> endow, endow your chair. Does that mean reimburse? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> we'll take it. Would I be well endowed? No. Oh. Not on this show. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out right here on Talking to Todd. Leave it alone, could you? <laughs> <Yes. I> just... <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll fix it in post. We won't. Nope. <laughs> we, we won't. If it's funny, it stays in. It's the rule. <laughs>